Sticks returning to the Peoria Civic Center Theater on March 16th. Can't wait. It's going to be a ball. And we have the founder of that band, James Young. JY still with Sticks after all these years and bringing him back to town. And we're going to have a conversation with him next because John and Nancy are still talking. James Young, one of the founding members of Sticks, uh, joining us this morning. So cool you guys are coming back yeah, to town. James, sure. I got Nancy Flagg uh, in the studio Hello. with us today to chat with you. And Hi, uh, Nancy. Hello. We are, uh, we are both Chicago kids originally. Mm-hmm. Nancy grew up in Lockport, and I was a Glen Ellen kid, so we are uh, well I live close to Glen Ellen now, but I grew up in the city on the south side, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So, so, you are, so you still keep a place in Chicago, huh? Well, I mean, O'Hare you can nonstop flight to anywhere on the planet, and uh, and you, you know, do, and I'm and you big and dumb and blonde, so I don't mind the winter, and uh, we, we can get through this. I get it. Yeah. And you do fly around the planet a lot, so it's best to be close to O'Hare. Right. I get that. I get that. And Illinois is a lot better on taxes than a place like California, where you got to pay a lot extra on everything that comes comes your way. So, good point. Isn't, uh, that, isn't that great? So this is what yeah. happens. This is what happens when even rock stars are worried about their retirement, right? I love that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, but, but you're not retiring yet. So I was just noted. This is a funny thing, James. Just today, for whatever reason, uh, they announced that uh, the egg McMuffin was born on this day back in 1972, and that's about when you guys put out your first album, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, 1972, we signed the first recording contract, and I think the first 6-1 came out in the fall of that year, yeah. Wow. Cool. You've been at, I can still remember when, when Lady broke on WLS. I mean, it was like, and this is the local band, the hometown yep. band. It was so cool. Um, you've been at this quite a while. Is it still fun to be a rock star? Uh, yes, it is. It was funny. We were listening to a, a piece with, uh, I think it was Paul Stanley from Kiss. And he said, uh-huh. and he said uh, people want to be rock stars because it's as good as it looks. Yeah. It's like, you know, presidents want to be rock stars. I don't want to be the president. He was- <laughs> the travel's got to be a little tough, though. So, J.Y., how's the travel? Like, what are the ups and downs for travel? Because it sounds like you're on the road quite a bit. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, one hotel room to the next, and... Uh, we used to actually, you know, for a while there, there was a lot of the bands, ourselves and uh, Foreigner and a few like that, were playing these old British Vickers Viscounts from the Second World War. And then we also had our own private turboprop planes, but then that, that era kind of disappeared. I don't know if those planes became unreliable or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and now now we're scattered. I mean, Tommy Shaw is in Nashville now. I'm still in Chicago. Uh, and... Uh, our drummer Todd and bass player Ricky Todd, who grew up in Chicago, he lives in Austin, Texas, which is kind of a very music-centric town, and he doesn't like the cold, so he went down there. And our bass player Ricky Phillips, who was born in Nebraska and went out to the Bay Area, he's he's down in Austin. <laughs> so and yeah. Chuck Panazzo is in Florida. Yeah, so uh, I'm the only big and dumb and blonde one here still uh, up where it gets cold. Remember, remember when it... Uh, remember- when it used to be like, let's just go over to his house for practice. That's yeah. harder now. It's harder. <laughs> no. That's well, we signed the first recording company fifty years ago. That's half a century ago. Oh wow, my that's just my so memory good. is pretty good. I get it. And uh, and uh, my parents' basement, uh, uh, the band I had actually before Sticks with my brother, uh, we did make a quite a loud sound, and and there was a certain period of time where we were 
asked to please turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm telling you right now, please don't turn it down. We love no, it when you come here. You guys, you guys, you you guys always sound fantastic. Every you know, every time you come around, uh, we go see you here in Peoria, and it's always dynamic and always a blast. And you fill the seats. I mean, people are buying tickets up left and right, so you're going to have a great crowd when you come to Peoria. You know that is that is humbling. It's humbling to me that after half a century that. I can, you know, I just can't believe uh, how people still are drawn to our live performances, and particularly, you know, post-pandemic, we, we did this sort of thing with Ario and, and Loverboy, and, and we were doing 15,000 people a night, sometimes over 20,000 people a night. That is so cool. Uh, because people had been so contained, and, and there, there was nothing going on for a year, year and a half there, with the, the, the fear of the virus. And uh, we just went out and had a blast on our T-shirt. <laughs> sold our T-shirts. He goes, I've never sold T-shirts like this before. He just he was, he was going out of his mind how good it was for him, retail-wise. So that's awesome. We're um, talking with we're talking with James there's Young. There's a silver lining to every dark cloud, I guess. Agreed. We're talking with James Young from Sticks. They'll be in town. Thursday, March 16th at the Peoria Civic Center Theater. All right, so, Jay, while you're just talking about all your shows, you know, and all the thousands of people that come, and obviously you've got the baby boom generation, but are you noticing more young people filling seats? Because I know we play classic hits, we but we notice a lot of younger listeners calling our station and being involved and loving the music. So do you, are you noticing that as well? I'm, I'm amazed by the amount of young people up near the, the front of the stage that, you know, didn't experience the, the thing back in the day, 70s and 80s and what have you, uh, who somehow are rejecting whatever is the current music on radio, which I really don't listen to much anymore in that regard. Um, and I, I'm humbled by the fact that this music is, is, is translated to actually reach out and, and to touch another generation's hearts and, and minds. And uh, I'm, you know, we, we did something right, and I'm not, there's, there's some dumb luck there. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we worked hard to, to make great records, and uh, I guess it paid off. And that's the, and that's the main thing. So I'll tell you why people come to see you live. You're really good. I mean, really good. I mean, you guys are yeah. are just you're dead on, tight, well rehearsed. But at the same time, it's you have this. Every one of you is smiling ear to ear. You're having a ball when you're playing, which is infectious. I mean, no matter how old you are, that's cool. It's great. We love it. And then you know what? Well, our original drummer John Panazzo passed away, but. Um, our, you know, our curriculum Todd Sickerman has been voted number one on the planet for a number of years in, in, in some of these drum magazines. And, and he grew up in the north side of Chicago where the band was originally all Southsiders. Yeah. And, and Todd, his goal as a child was to become the drummer of Sticks, which is crazy, which he is now. And then he's been voted number one in a whole bunch of different readers' polls of drum magazines. And, I, I actually saw, and, uh, I saw a thing that he did. Uh, people could probably check it out on YouTube. It was just they isolated a camera on him during one of your shows, and so you, uh -huh. and so you just watched the drummer for a song, and he's extraordinary. He's extraordinary. <laughs> that is the right word. I mean, he really is great. So, and here's the other thing. So, Sticks has the audacity during the pandemic to say, "Okay, we're putting out a new album while all this is going yeah. on," <laughs> which I thought was great. And uh, and that album, I so don't know if it was audacity or stupidity, but <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what is it on Spinal Tap? A combination of both. It's a fine line between stupid and clever, right? Um, 
Well, it's you know it, it it's hard because um, when the baby boom was kind of the dominant economic force in in the record buying public, you know that that was our heyday, and and I don't know who where where that sits right now. Um, so I, I don't know, you know, the target demographics and all that stuff. But nobody's selling records like they used to. But but nonetheless, we're uh, you know we're 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 still selling records and T-shirts and concert tickets. And so, do you ever uh, stop touring, JY? Do you ever see yourself stop doing this? Stop touring? Like, okay, I'm done. I'm ready for retirement. Or no? They are going to scrape me off the stage when I drop dead on stage. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's fun to be a rock star. I love that. Uh, so so uh, let me ask you this. You are the last the last group of of rock and rollers, your your generation, our generation of rock and rollers that hit before the internet, okay? What's yep. it, what, what's the difference the biggest difference in your mind of pre-internet and post-internet rock and roll music? I mean, for for just getting it done. Well, I think you know the internet. Um, I think a lot of people find ways to to get things for free, which which in, in a way is good because it makes makes us more accessible. Um, it's, it's not good for the record companies who would like to sell more more records, but um, of ours, and of course, but for us, it's, it's you know it's you know the, the internet just makes it easier to get. The news out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sure. I mean, it used to be rock radio, and and that was it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I mean, Rolling Stone really didn't cover that much of, of groups like Six. I mean, I, I sort of actually made friends with the editor in chief, Jan Winter, for a friend that was working there. Went up there and took him out to lunch and whatever. And but he just, uh, you know, his his vision of his magazine didn't include sticks. So, <laughs> well, then, then, uh, then he's made a horrible mistake. <laughs> well, it, uh, you know, I, I think he's still, uh, I don't think he's a poor man. Yeah. Because he was very successful with that magazine when it, when it was happening. But, uh, you know, he's, he's stuck to his guns, and I'll admire him for that. And I had some friends that actually worked there, which helped get me in the back door there. Yeah. But, uh, That's cool. Well, I'll tell you what. This but it's not all about nostalgia because when you guys come to town, it's so fresh and so great, and we love it. And Stick's going to be back at the Peoria Civic Center Theater on Thursday, March 16th. Just out of curiosity, because I grew up in Chicago like you did. So when you guys used to play in Chicago back in the day, where was your favorite venue to play? Like the stadium or the amphitheater? Where did you guys like to play? Well, I mean, we did an awful lot of, uh, we, we, did, we would do high school high school dances and stuff like that in the beginning. Yeah. And uh, we played a bunch of those things and uh, the proms and uh, <laughs> different things like that. Yeah. You know, wow. That, that's, that's what we did. And uh, yeah. I love it that the, you went from proms to arenas. That's pretty cool. That's a, that's a, a success story right there. Well, you know, you lasted longer than the stadium. You lasted longer than the amphitheater. You're probably going to, Last longer than Soldier Field. I got to get one more take on from you, JY. What do you think about the Bears moving to Arlington Heights? Maybe I, I grew up in the city, but I moved to the suburbs and uh, still live in the suburbs. So I, it's it's. I can it understand <laughs> why why Mayor Daly was the way he was about it because no, this is not the Arlington Heights Bears. You're not gonna you're not gonna call yourself the Chicago Bears. You're gonna call yourself the Arlington Heights Bears if you go out there. <laughs> and uh, huge Bears fan. I was. 
was fortunate enough. Uh, I met the fridge and meet Jim McMahon. Da, 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 da. Awesome. Dan Hampton, I already knew because he's a big six fan. Yeah, that's awesome. I tell you what, you guys, I can't even imagine how many stories you have <laughs> after a, a career in rock and roll like you've had. I don't know how many more are fit for radio, but I understand. Um, I get that. Hey, listen, <laughs> uh, we, we can't wait to get you back here in Peoria. It's kind of a staple for you. You've been playing here since forever. And every time you come through, it's just uh, always great to see you. And we're looking forward to another great night of rock and roll. So uh, safe travels to you yep. wherever you're headed before here and after here. And uh, we're going to drum the, uh, bang the drum loudly for your show and uh, get that thing just cranking for your performance. Well, um, our pleasure. We're happy, happy uh, to be from the state of Illinois. I am and uh, proud to be from the state of Illinois and uh, P-E-O-R-I-A. It's not G L O R I A, but it's <laughs> yet another, near the same thing. Yet another song idea. <laughs> James Young from Sticks. Thank you so much for joining us yep, today, man. We you. love it. We love it. We'll look forward to seeing you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a All great right, day, bye sir. Bye. Okay. Cheerio. Bye bye. All right. From uh, from just us to hosting rock stars. Yeah, I love it. Love uh-huh. it. Love it. Love it. And we'll keep doing it to it because if you keep listening, we'll keep talking. See you next time. Bye.